This is Women in Revival podcast. Two weeks ago, we started a series called The Hiding Place. Our topic for today is our hiding place, the Word of God. The Word of God is also our hiding place. It is our hiding place from this world. When we are having troubles in this world, we can turn to the Word to give us comfort. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father God, thank you once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As we are gradually approaching the end of this series, thank you for the seed you've planted in the garden of our hearts. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you once again for the patience you've taken in continuing with us on this broadcast. We are still on the series, The Hiding Place. Where do you hide? Where do you run to in your time of trouble? Is God your hiding place? Is Christ your hiding place? Have you made the cross of Christ your hiding place? Is the Holy Spirit indwelling you? Are you hiding under his counsel, under his strength? Today we want to move on and see our hiding place, the word of God. God has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness through our knowledge of him. And how do we know him? We know him in his word. So let us go and read the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 which reads, In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. So when we are saying, who is your hiding place? Where do you run to? We are saying, run to God's word. The woman in Revelation chapter 12 ran to a place that was prepared for her. The word of God had been in existence ever before you came. The word of God knows everything that pertains to your life. Go back to God's word. John 1 1 says God's word was in the beginning and the word was God and the word was with God. So for me personally the way it has always come to me that every time I sit to read the scriptures I am handling God and it is very trembling and also it is a great privilege that I cannot trade for anything. I thank God for the opportunity to read the word in the morning, in the afternoon, at bedtime. It is a privilege. You cannot underestimate the need to dig into God's word. Every opportunity to open a page of the Bible, beloved, is an opportunity to undo God. You know, John spoke in the book of 1 John chapter 1 that that which was in the beginning, which we have had, which we have seen, which we have touched, that our hands have undoed the word of life. Any opportunity either to read Genesis, Revelation, to read the Old Testament or the New Testament, for me, it is an opportunity to behold God as in a mirror. 
in the beginning was the word. Are you taking in enough of God's word? At the branch that I went, we were told our heart is like a garden and we ought to deliberately cultivate the right seed in our heart. What are you feeding your heart with? Are you feeding your heart with junks? Do you depend on broadcasts, on podcasts for your spiritual growth? You will say, why is Jesus asked me to listen to Women in Revival then? The goal of Women in Revival is not to keep you bound to Women in Revival. The goal of every Bible study must not be for going to Bible study. It must be to link you up with God. It must be to get you back to the Word of God. Any activity you are involved in that is not directing you back to sit down, to dig deep into God in His Word, then you need to throw that activity away. Where are you running to for safety? God's Word is the medicine to our soul. God's Word is life to our bones. What are you taking in? Unfortunately, many women, we are taking in toxins. We are taking in things that are not good for our lives. Meanwhile, God's word that is there. You know, sometimes when I look, I, I say to myself, I live in a blessed generation. The women of old did not have the opportunity that I have to undo God's word. When you think of the time of the Lord, lad, People going from house to house, the moment they know the Bible is in a house, somebody has a Bible. A few of them, you know, gather together to take whatever portion they can take in. They can copy or they can do whatsoever so they can go back to their home to meditate. Some of them labored, saved money to get themselves just a Bible. And here am I in my house alone. If I count Bible in this my home, I don't know how many copies of Bible there are here. Diverse and different translations. And to top it up, I can access God's word on my laptop, on my phone, on my devices. I can listen to it various ways. So if there's any generation that ought to grow in the Lord, it is our generation. But unfortunately, the advent of media has hindered women from taking conscious time in God's word. So women will prefer to be posting unnecessary things on Facebook. Women will prefer to be showing their pictures on WhatsApp. You know, women will prefer to sit down online and be playing with Instagram and be discussing unnecessary things. That will not help their lives. Some will sit down there. And you know that these social media. They are time wasters. By the time you are spending an hour. Two, three. You won't know. Meanwhile. God has provided you this media. So you can discover his word the more. There are diverse plans. You can do. On the YouVersion Bible. Yesterday night. My daughter we were chatting. And we were talking about plans. One of the things I do with them is. We recently we do Bible plans together on the U version. Bedtime Bible plans. So everybody do their plans. It was my younger child that 
introduced us into this. So she was saying to us that we were talking about plans. The older one was saying to me that what plans are we doing next? That there is this one. She was talking to me about it. So she was asking me, can I suggest, should she do a 50-something days plan? And I was saying to her, don't try that. Do the shorter, shorter ones. And the younger one was saying from her experience, don't do the longer one. That there was a time she did the 100 and something days plan. That I got to a state, it will become boring. I said, don't do that. Do the shorter one that you will get something. There are many plans on you version Bible that you can engage your heart with. But women, no. We would rather sit down and watch Nollywood and watch Bollywood and watch Hollywood, the various wood. We would prefer to hide in those various woods. We prefer to hide and watch British Got Talent, Celebrity Do This, and watch all sorts of shows that will not help our Christian growth. I have made a resolution not to give my eyes to things that will not help me to grow spiritually. Some couple of years ago, as a young wife, I spent my life watching those unnecessary things. I would sit down, watch Friends, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, my wife and kids, and all sorts of comedy on the TV. But now, I have put those things behind me. I want to press towards the goal of knowing my Lord Jesus, the fellowship of his suffering. I have not yet known him. Sometimes, you know, I sit down when I'm talking to them, saying, Lord, I don't know if I am asked to summarize my knowledge of you. I am not sure whether I've had a percentage, 1% of your knowledge. I don't know you. I want to know you more. There is a quest in my personal heart to know God the more. And how do we discover him? In his word, read books that takes you back to the book. Read books that link you up with the scriptures. Listen to broadcasts that takes you back to the word of God. Let the word of God dwell richly in your heart. That is what Brother Paul says to us, isn't it? Be a woman of depth. Be a woman that is finding security underneath the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 describes God's word as for the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So we are seeing God's word is actually quick, quicker than medication. God's word is powerful. God's word is sharper than any two edged sword it can pierce even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit it can tell you when your thought is soulish it's not spiritual it can pierce the joints and marrows it designs the thoughts in your heart it can help you guard your heart with all diligence and finally Psalms 119 verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Can this be your testimony? Would you like this to be your testimony 
that your word have I hid in my heart. Are you hiding under God's word? Why not take time to memorize verse? Why not take time to hide God's word in your heart while you are cooking in the kitchen? Other than listening to secular music, why not hide the word of God in your heart? Why not play music that refer you back to the scripture? The other day, a friend, an elderly lady, texted me and said to me, there was a hymn I forwarded to her. I said, thank you. What a way of keeping God's word in our heart. Go on our website. Look for our hymns in reflection. We usually post hymns that link you back to the word of God. Find ways, find means to hang out with the word of God. And as you do that, you will find safety for your soul. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Two weeks ago, we started a series called The Hiding Place. Our topic for today is our hiding place, communing with God in prayer. Today we'll be seeing how another one of our hiding places is communing with God in prayer. As we commune with God in prayer, we are able to hide in Him. It is our hiding place where we can go and pour out all our worries, everything that's troubling us. Communing with God in prayer is our hiding place. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father God, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. As we approach gradually the end of this series, seal up your word in our individual hearts. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to welcome you to this broadcast, Women in Revival broadcast. We are still on the series, The Hiding Place. And we have been looking at the book of Revelation chapter 12 and we spoke of Genesis chapter 3.15 and we said from the very beginning God drew a battle line between the woman and the devil. The seed of hatred against the activity of the devil was planted in the woman's heart. So the enemy understood that the battle line is drawn so it tries everything possible to make life miserable. For the female folk and we are beginning to equip you with what you need to be victorious in life as a woman last time we were looking at our hiding place the word of god make the word of god your place of safety and today we want to move on quickly as we look further at what else is our hiding place our hiding place our communing with God through prayer. Communing with God through prayer. Let me sing this song that I love so much. It says, alone with God, alone with God. And speak to him as friend to friend. The, the other friend is small letter friend. And the other friend is capital letter friend. And here him speak swiftly unto 
my weary soul as I listen. Let me sing one or two stanza. I love the hymn. Alone with God, alone with God, and speak to him as friend to friend, and hear him speak swiftly unto my weary soul as I listen. I'll spend my time alone with God. I'll share with Him my thoughts and prayers. I'll cherish my alone with God. For dear, my heart reflects my God. It is as you spend time alone with God that your heart begins to reflect the one whom you spend time with in prayer and in the word. Where do you run to, beloved? Who do you run to? What do you run to? Your hiding place ought to be communing with God through prayer. I know one of the strategy of the enemy against women is distracting them from a life of prayer and from the word of God. And particularly the word of God. There are many women who claim they are praying. But they are not very interested in God's word. And I don't know how we can pray without God's word. The Bible says you pray and you don't receive. Because you pray amiss. You pray contrary to the word of God. So we can't go to pray and neglect God's word. We must run to the word of God. We must run to the place of prayer. So let us move on as we look at the book of Revelation, verse 3 and 4. I'm just going to allude to one thing or the other here, then we move on. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended all before god out of the angels and what do i want to allude to here we are told that the angels was given incense so that he should offer this incense with the prayers of saints so what if saints are not praying what will the angels have with their incense your prayer is supposed to go to god as fragrance so when you are not praying do you see the chaos that you are causing for yourself do you see the absence of your prayer in heaven so that means they are not getting the fragrance of your prayer god is not hearing your sweet voice on a daily basis and in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 18, the Bible says, Who have stood in the counsel of the Lord and have perceived and heard his word? Who have marked his word and heard it? 22. But if they had stood in my counsel and have caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their thought. I love the Amplify. The Amplify in the, the verse 18 says, For who among them has stood 
in the council, C-O-U-N-C-I-L, of the Lord, who among them are stood in the council of the Lord. My beloved, are you standing in God's council meeting? Or you don't? Do you attend his council meeting? The prayer time is God's council meeting with his own. Do you abandon that? Do you miss out on what will be in the agenda for the day? I always think of the scripture in Job chapter 1, chapter 2. When the Bible says the sons of God gathered, and you know the Satan was going through and fro, and Job himself was not there. No people have given different interpretation of that scripture. But for me, this is how I see it. The sons of God gathering for me, represent for me the children of God. And the Bible says, why they gathered that day? Job discussion was what was on the table. And I am asking, where was Job? It was the discussion on the table, yet it was not there. And this is how it happens for many of us. We miss out. Did they ever want to discuss your issue? You are missing. You will not go to the place of prayer. You don't go to God and ask, what is on your agenda today, Father? God says, who among you stand in my counsel? The same thing in verse 22 of that Jeremiah 23. But if they had stood in my counsel, I am praying that you will make God's counsel meeting your hiding place, the place of prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus told us how to pray kingdom prayer, what we call the Lord's prayer. Inside the Lord's prayer is everything you need for a daily prayer. Jesus started by telling them, when you pray, pray our Father. That means approach God as a Father. By creation, He is your Father. He made you. You are His handiwork. Approach God from the point of our Father. And by redemption, He adopted us into the Beloved. Approach him as a father. That is what Jesus is saying. I am giving you the privilege to come to God as a father. And then Jesus went on. Having asked our father who is in heaven, then hallowed his name. Give praise, give honor to whom praise is due. You can't come to the place of prayer and be bored. If you follow this guideline that Jesus taught his disciples, in Matthew chapter 6. And the same thing I believe in Luke chapter 11. Then he says, Having allowed his name, begin to ask that his kingdom come. Let his kingdom come. Let his will be done. Ask the Lord, let your kingdom come in my heart today, in my neighborhood, in my nation. Ask that his will be done in your life on earth as it is in heaven. Then begin to ask for your daily bread. Ask for what you needed for today. Live tomorrow for tomorrow. Then ask for the for, for forgiveness of your sin as you also forgive others. Ask him for protection from temptation and so on and so forth. So the format of prayer 
Christ has highlighted it out for us to come as we take refuge underneath him through prayer. I want to ask you, how is your prayer life? Are you struggling in your prayer life? Are you handling your life difficulty through prayer? Do you share your struggles with the Lord in prayer? Do you share your challenge, your victories, your success with the Lord in prayer? When last did you thank him? When last did you worship him? When last did you adore him in the place of prayer? When last did you go to him and ask, Father, what is the agenda for the day? Where are you taking your shelter? Where are you hiding? God is challenging you to come up higher and fellowship with him, not only in his word and also in prayer. And I am praying that as you begin to fellowship with the Lord in prayer, you will begin to find his view, his perspective for your life situation. You will begin to find strength to face every daily challenge that comes your way. Amen. Women in Revival podcast. Two weeks ago, we started a series called The Hiding Place. Our topic for today is Our Hiding Place, communing with God in prayer. Today, we'll be seeing how another one of our hiding places is communing with God in prayer. As we commune with God in prayer, we are able to hide in Him. It is our hiding place where we can go and pour out all our worries, everything that's troubling us. Communion with God in prayer is our hiding place. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Father God, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. As we approach gradually the end of this series, seal up your word in our individual hearts. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome you to this broadcast, Women in Revival broadcast. We are still on the series, The Hiding Place. And we have been looking at the book of Revelation chapter 12. And we spoke of Genesis chapter 3, 15. And we said from the very beginning, God drew a battle line between the woman and the devil. The seed of hatred against the activity of the devil was planted in the woman's heart so the enemy understood that the battle line is drawn so it tries everything possible to make life miserable for the female folk and we are beginning to equip you with what you need to be victorious in life as a woman last time we were looking at our hiding place the word of god make the word of god your place of safety and today we want to move on quickly as we look further at what else is our hiding place our hiding place our communing with god through prayer communing with god through 
prayer. Let me sing this song that I love so much. It says, alone with God, alone with God. And speak to him as friend to friend. The, the other friend is small letter friend. And the other friend is capital letter friend. And hear him speak swiftly unto my weary soul as I listen. Let me sing one or two stanza. I love the hymn. Alone with God, alone with God, and speak to him as friend to friend. And hear him speak swiftly unto my weary soul as I listen. I'll spend my time alone with God. I'll share with Him my thoughts and prayers. I'll cherish my alone with God. For dear, my heart reflects my God. It is as you spend time alone with God that your heart begins to reflect the one whom you spend time with in prayer and in the word. Where do you run to, beloved? Who do you run to? What do you run to? Your hiding place ought to be communing with God through prayer. I know one of the strategy of the enemy against women is distracting them from a life of prayer and from the word of God. And particularly the word of God. There are many women who claim they are praying. But they are not very interested in God's word. And I don't know how we can pray without God's word. The Bible says you pray and you don't receive. Because you pray amiss. You pray contrary to the word of God. So we can't go to pray and neglect God's word. We must run to the word of God. We must run to the place of prayer. So let us move on as we look at the book of Revelation, verse 3 and 4. I'm just going to allude to one thing or the other here, then we move on. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended all before god out of the angels and what do i want to allude to here we are told that the angels was given incense so that he should offer this incense with the prayers of saints so what if saints are not praying what will the angels have with their incense your prayer is supposed to go to god as fragrance so when you are not praying do you see the chaos that you are causing for yourself do you see the absence of your prayer in heaven so that means they are not getting the fragrance of your prayer god is not hearing your sweet voice on a daily basis and in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 18, the Bible says, Who have stood in the counsel of the Lord and have perceived and heard his word? Who have marked his word and heard it? 22. But if they had stood in my counsel and have caused my people to hear my words, then they should 
have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their thought. I love the Amplify. The Amplify in the, the verse 18 says, For who among them has stood in the council, C-O-U-N-C-I-L, of the Lord? Who among them has stood in the council of the Lord? My beloved, are you standing in God's council meeting? Or you don't? Do you attend his council meeting? The prayer time is God's council meeting with his own. Do you abandon that? Do you miss out on what will be in the agenda for the day? I always think of the scripture in Job chapter 1, chapter 2, when the Bible says the sons of God gathered, and you know the Satan was going through and fro, and Job himself was not there. No people have given different interpretation of that scripture. But for me, this is how I see it. The sons of God gathering for me represent for me the children of God. And the Bible says, why they gathered that day? Job discussion was what was on the table. And I am asking, where was Job? It was the discussion on the table, yet it was not there. And this is how it happens for many of us. We miss out. Did they ever want to discuss your issue? You are missing. You will not go to the place of prayer. You don't go to God and ask, what is on your agenda today, Father? God says, who among you stand in my counsel? The same thing in verse 22 of that Jeremiah 23. But if they had stood in my counsel, I am praying that you will make God's counsel meeting your hiding place. The place of prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus told us how to pray kingdom prayer. What we call the Lord's prayer. Inside the Lord's prayer is everything you need for a daily prayer. Jesus started by telling them, when you pray, pray our father. That means approach God as a father. By creation, he is your father. He made you. You are his handiwork. Approach God from the point of our father. And by redemption, he adopted us into the beloved. Approach him as a father. That is what Jesus is saying. I am giving you the privilege to come to God as a father. And then Jesus went on. Having asked our father who is in heaven, then hallowed his name. Give praise, give honor to whom praise is due. You can't come to the place of prayer and be bored. If you follow this guideline that Jesus taught his disciples in Matthew chapter 6. And the same thing I believe in Luke chapter 11. Then he says, having hallowed his name, begin to ask that his kingdom come. Let his kingdom come. Let his will be done. Ask the Lord, let your kingdom come in my heart today, in my neighborhood, in my nation. Ask that his will be done in your life on earth as it is in heaven. Then begin to ask for your daily bread. Ask for what you needed for today. 
Live tomorrow for tomorrow. Then ask for the for, for forgiveness of your sin as you also forgive others. Ask him for protection from temptation and so on and so forth. So the format of prayer, Christ has highlighted it out for us to come as we take refuge underneath him through prayer. I want to ask you, how is your prayer life? Are you struggling in your prayer life? Are you handling your life difficulty through prayer? Do you share your struggles with the Lord in prayer? Do you share your challenge, your victories, your success with the Lord in prayer? When last did you thank him? When last did you worship him? When last did you adore him in the place of prayer? When last did you go to him and ask, Father, what is the agenda for the day? Where are you taking your shelter? Where are you hiding? God is challenging you to come up higher and fellowship with him, not only in his word and also in prayer. And I am praying that as you begin to fellowship with the Lord in prayer, you will begin to find his view, his perspective for your life situation. You will begin to find strength to face every daily challenge that comes your way. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Two weeks ago, we started a series called The Hiding Place. Our topic for today is reflection from the hymn, He Who Dwells. Today we'll be reflecting over the hymn, He Who Dwells. May God bless you. Diversion me, and now take us further on this subject. Heavenly Father, I just want to praise you, Lord. I just want to thank you for who you are and what you have shared with us throughout this series. As we round up this series today, I am praying that you will continue the work that you have kick-started in the hearts of your women. Thank you, Lord, as you bring them, O oh Lord, into the victory that you ordained for their lives when you drew the battle line in the beginning. I am praying that no woman underneath the sound of my voice will fall a victim of the bruising of the serpent. And perhaps some are already victims. I am praying that this praise of the terrible one, you will deliver afresh. You will yank them out of the dominion of darkness, out of the power of darkness, and bring them into your marvelous light thank you as you cause them to arise and shine for your glory have come hallelujah thank you jesus in jesus name amen thank you so much for taking this journey with us through the book of revelation chapter 12 as we have been considering the topic the hiding place and i am praying that the lord will do a work in your heart where you become a woman that is hiding in God. We 
learned that there was a battle line that was drawn by God himself between women and the devil. And we need to actively embrace the plan of God for our lives and trust him for our victory. Maybe you have suffered so much in life. Maybe the enemy have so, 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 so far gained an upper hand over your life. God says, it is time. I want to be for you. For if God be for you, what is it that can be against you? Who is it that can be against you? Why not relinquish your life into his hands? Maybe you have suffered affliction for years. Maybe your marriage has suffered for years. Why not release your marriage as you release yourself into his hands? Why not say, thy will be done over my life? Maybe you have suffered emotional breakdown. Maybe you have suffered depression. Maybe you have suffered mental illness. God says, I want to help you. Maybe for you, you have suffered addiction for years. You have been through all sorts of rehabilitation, yet it only works for a time. After a time, you go back into it. God says, come to me. I want to set you free. I want to close this broadcast as a whole. As I want us to reflect from the hymn. Let's take a reflection from the hymn. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. If you go on our website, you will find this hymn on our website. Go on hymn in reflection. If you go on the home page, scroll down, you will find him in reflection. Click on it. It should take you to this particular hymn. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High abides under the Almighty's shadow where God presides over daily and always and keeps watch over all his own. This secret place is my hiding place, a place of divine calm and peace. The sovereign God becomes my safety where God's shadow keeps all his own. When I'm found in this God's own secret place, I'll be rewarded openly with stable rest and protection always. Is what I'll receive from him. Who dwells in this secret place where I must hide? The most high is the one who dwells there. Is higher than all. Is bigger than all that is going on around me. His secret place is his council with his own. Where he resolves issues on ground. Is far above principalities and powers. Above all powers around. Whose secret place is it that I must hide? The secret place of God Almighty. Is the Almighty than all that seems mighty. I'll flee to this secret place. Where do you go to, beloved, in your time of trouble? Where would you run to for safety? Would you come to this Almighty God and take your shelter from Him? This is a question that I'm posing on you. When you go on our website, you will get this aim and the PDF link to download the hymn. I am praying 
that you will perpetually dwell in God's secret place. Send us your story. Contact us. Share your stories with us. Share the story of your deliverance and what God is doing with you. Contact us. I will be willing to connect with you. Amen.